This is a medicinal mass network production. Enjoy. Hello, Truth Seekers! Once again, this is the FBI Basement, where we are going to watch and review every single episode of the X-Files that was ever made. What about the ones that weren't made? Are we going to watch those? Uh, in the alternate universe, we are. Oh, okay. One of these days, you're not going to have something to throw back at me. Oh, no, I will always have something. Today, Beyond the Sea, episode 13 of the first season it was originally uh, written by Glenn Morgan and James Wong, directed by David Nutter, aired on January 7th, 1994, where it got about 10.8 million viewers. And that's a lot of people. Can we all just giggle at the guy's last name, too? Nutter. 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 <laughs> Nutter. I'm sorry. We're all five. Nutter butter. <laughs> um, should we maybe tell people who's with us? Right, right. Today, I am Todd, the man on fire, the uh, host with the most, and what I don't have, Shannon has. Hi. Oh, hey. Uh, joining us, uh, the oddite delight, Marissa Leterio. Why, hello there. And from uh, the great state of Minnesota, the great but soon to be frozen state of Minnesota. Those guys. <laughs> Valentine and Vanya, how you doing? Good. Nobody talks to anyone till I get a fucking deal. <laughs> oh, such acting. Wow. Very dramatic. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. This is going to be a fun one because it also has a pretty neat little uh, guest star, doesn't it? No. Wait. Yes. Brad Dorff. Scary man. Of the uh, Child's Play movies, of the play Chucky. Um, uh, played a psycho killer in a couple episodes of Star Trek Voyager. I, I don't think I've ever seen Brad Dorff as a romantic lead or a. <laughs> Apparently, like he will also be in the uh, reboot for Herbert West Reanimator. Is he playing Herbert West? Please. It does not say. I don't think so. I don't know who can play Herbert West apart from Jeffrey Combs. And no one should, and now I'm mad. All right, well, before we get to the recap, of course, there's the dissemination of information, which we'll try to work through uh, quickly this time. We get kind of backed up on this, don't we? First off, if you like this podcast, you should check out MedicinalMass.com. Tell them about it, Valentine. Head over to MedicinalMass.com. Listen to one of the hundreds of episodes and over thousands of hours say a trillion hours go listen like and subscribe and all that good stuff and there is absolutely no hyperbole there right Hi hyperbole hyperbole, hyperbole. <laughs> if you like the sound of books you like to read books if you're a big reader i would direct you to shannon's works <laughs> that is correct dear I do write books, and you can get them on the Amazon, or you can go to www.schuffwrites.com, or you can check us out at one of our conventions. All right. Sounds like fun. I am. Of course, I don't think we've really got a convention going for a while at this point. <laughs> no, but we've got some very exciting ones in 2018. Oh, yeah. We'll have more information on that for you when it comes around. Uh, art. Art by Marissa. Yes, Audite Delight. The, tell us about it. I, um, I'm currently taking commissions. I do graphic art, digital painting, sound and video editing, whatever you need. Um, I got excited in the last episode because I thought I had my uh, URL correct for Facebook, and I didn't. It's odd, E, light like a light bulb, art. Audite Art. There it is. <laughs> That's it. I got it. You got it right? Okay, right on. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> 
We get very excited here. And we'd also like to promote Vanya's soon-to-exist Etsy page where uh, yeah, <laughs> where she has, you know, built entire uh, castles out of hot glue. And crocheted bags of dicks, apparently. <laughs> I didn't do that. That was in a group. I want one of those. <laughs> you do? Crochet awesome. bags of dicks. Christmas, yeah, of course. Christmas, Christmas want is coming up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be a fun one, I can tell. <laughs> Speaking of bags of dicks... Beyond the Sea. Do, 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 do. Which uh, was uh, made popular by Bobby Darren, the song was anyway. And made terrifying by Bioshock. <laughs> but is a man not entitled to the sweat of his brow? No. <sighs> no, fuck you. Uh, Dana Scully is just finishing up a nice dinner with uh, William and Margaret Scully, her parents. And uh, we get to know William Scully for about... Um, uh, Two minutes before... I, I think we'll see more of him. Anyone else? Are you talking about the guy from Stargate SG-1? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I should point that, yeah, we should point that out. That was actually uh, Don Davis playing Captain William Scully. Does, does he make any other faces besides that one no. face? No. No. It's a very round, very happy face. <laughs> it's amazing, though, how he can, how he can like, file every single emotion into that one face. I know, right? <laughs> I feel like we're going to see more of him in this series. We do. I think uh, no, we do. No, no, I really do. Flashbacks, maybe. I don't know. I, Spoilers. Oh, I need to be Spoilers. quiet. Spoilers. Sorry. Uh, doesn't it later come up that, that Mulder's father is also William? Is that like the Superman, Batman? Yeah, you know. Save Martha. <laughs> okay, so I actually forgot that Martha, that Martha, I think that's actually Mulder's mother's first name. No, is it? I have no idea. I actually thought she was Martha Scully, which I think I yelled at you. Margaret. <laughs> she is Margaret. Um, uh, there's some talk about uh, how long the Christmas tree should stay up, which... It pisses off every Catholic I know. Uh, look, it's like, you know, I guess it hasn't it's necessarily not been yet. established yet that Scully and the family are Irish Catholics, right? It has not yet. All Catholics kept the Christmas tree up until the Feast of the Wise Men, right? Um, Feast of the Magi. Here, here's the thing. He had a good point, though. He was talking about how the, there's going to be needles everywhere, and he wanted to be clean about it. He's well, a and, Navy man. And to be fair, you find out that he's a very orderly, captainly man. Yeah. He's, uh, a re he's regi yeah, and he, I, it, I describe it, him as regimented. But I would also say that what you have described as Scully as a Catholic doesn't really come up until season two for no goddamn reason none at all as they leave she falls asleep on the sofa uh several hours later we see infomercials playing which like every i'm sure that we've all been there right <laughs> um i cannot comment because if i comment about falling asleep to infomercials i could get in a lot of trouble mm. <laughs> so <laughs> you weren't supposed to watch those tv <laughs> uh we will talk about it later because i don't want it recorded okay that'll be interesting then <laughs> <laughs> oh snap someone's in the doghouse no it's just i i don't want to get arrested so no <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna tell me later <laughs> subscribe on patreon and you will know <laughs> we will disseminate uh, the information let me put it this way i worked a lot of overnights 
And at four o'clock, that's the only thing on. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did too, actually, for many years. Yeah, that's... Look, the knife guy is I the I even best. watched the Jesus channel. Oh, and then, the knife like, Sorry. <laughs> they were trying to get me to, like, put money on my credit card because I would, like, have more abundance, Wait, you know, you in just, my life. Did you just say the TV was trying to get you to put money on <laughs> your Jesus credit card? The Jesus channel. <laughs> oh, my God. The pastor on the Jesus channel. Um, and I was just laughing at it. It actually kept uh, me awake, you know, because I was like, I can just see all these people that are like oh yeah if i put like a thousand dollars on here oh, on my God. credit card um i will get two thousand dollars back somehow oh oh i i think someone i'm looking over at todd and he is ex- <laughs> he is experiencing some ptsd here we should move on <laughs> television preachers everywhere okay no, she's watching the she's watching the one and i swear I, it, 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 the guy looks like a tv preacher doesn't he I really thought it was. I thought she was like watching. Is, but no, he's doing this weird spray paint on hair thing. Oh my god! <laughs> Looks exactly like, to, like yeah. that guy. I can't think <laughs> of his name. I totally need to get some of that stuff. He's a farting preacher. Carry yeah, on. <laughs> yeah, you do. He's <laughs> <laughs> got the just spray away your bald spot. Yeah, I'm going to buy every perfect. single member of your family that every single one. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. All of them. All of them. They're so mean. Shut up. They're so mean about it. They have no idea. <laughs> Shut up in your face. No, I know what to get your your uncle for Christmas. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> so your I'm sure they'd love you. Your uncles don't, ha- don't exactly have full heads of hair either. No, I'm gonna buy it for them too. Oh my god. <laughs> just buy them a pa- just buy them a can of Krylon from Sears. Oh. Yeah, I was just going to say, save a couple bucks and buy some black spray. Some yeah. Rust-Oleum. Everyone gets yeah, balding would, spray for Christmas. <sighs> I know that when when I did my Halloween costume, I had to spray my hair black with that stuff, right? It may as well have been paint because I also tried to blacken my mustache with it and just putting that right under your nose. <laughs> Ooh, wicked head rush. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. So uh, we're, we're ten minutes later, Todd's in blackface. That's our train of thought going off the rails. <laughs> right. We, we haven't even gotten to the opening theme and we've already gone off. What the hell is wrong with us? Oh. <laughs> oh. She wakes up seeing her father sitting across from her and speaking silently. But what is what does he say? Uh, he's sitting there whispering like he's talking. He's saying it's something. Into, it's can't it's hear. Un- unintelligible. <laughs> he's telling him to take the Christmas tree down. It is yeah. pretty much that. That's that is. He's, you still didn't take the Christmas tree down. I'm so disappointed. The goddamn in Christmas you. tree. Take it down. <laughs> also, you're also your your failure at your career. Oh. It should have been a doctor. The telephone ri- <laughs> the telephone rings, and after looking at the phone, and she Scully finds the chair empty. She answers the call to discover that her father has uh, just passed away from a massive coronary. Dun dun dun! This is where we learn that Scully's uh, wearing off the effects of Mulder's drugs. She should stop getting into his bag of good stuff. <laughs> Opening theme. Edit that, you bastard. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to edit. I'm going to put in my own. 
Because I'm going to sit in my actual studio and I'm going to get a good track going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, oh, that's a good idea. Can we talk about the couple that deserves to die? Right. Oh, uh, they fucking in need Raleigh, it. North Carolina, a young couple are uh, getting a little hot and heavy in a Trans Am and they get kidnapped by a man dressed by, as a police officer. <laughs> I thought they were boiling soup in that car at first with how steamy those windows yeah, were. I, like it was just dripping condensation. And they weren't even, they were wearing their clothes And they were still even. dressed. What the shit? <laughs> I should also point out, I first saw this episode with my mother, and this is the point where she told me never to trust the police. I thought you were going to say <laughs> never drop your pants or no. something like that. No, no, no. <laughs> no, she went, went on an insane rant about always getting the identification before we get out of the car. You know, I've also had that conversation with my mom, but it wasn't watching that. It was not inspired by the X-Files. Which is crazy because you wouldn't really (laughs) think of that in the 90s of of, uh, asking the cop for his ID. Usually, like, back then it was less... No, no, no. She went on a bizarre rant about. Yeah, moms are weird like that. I have many weird moments. Especially moms that were involved in the civil rights movement and and (laughs) anti-Vietnam War protests. and And, and, uh, yeah. And possibly had their phone tapped. Yep, my mother was with a, lived an interesting life. So. Did she have a, an FBI file or something like that? We don't know. <laughs> I guarantee everyone in this podcast already has an FBI file. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, several days later, uh, Scully and Fox Mulder discussed the case in the basement. That kid got hit in the head with a flashlight so wicked, like that scene where the where that uh, yeah, how is he still alive? Getting pulled out? Yeah, he had like brains sprayed on the fucking door side of that uh, <laughs> window. Like, here's the thing, and I'm sure Valentine can attest to this. You hit somebody with a mag light, their brain is going to break. Yeah, you're then you're like burying bodies for the next weekend. It's like Jesus Christ. I wish I had some friends to help me bury these bodies, but no one wants to help you do that. Because <laughs> you're the kind of guy that because you're the kind of guy that beats someone up with a mag light, right? You're the guy who owns a mag light. You're not the because that doesn't really mean you make a lot of friends. Getting a lot of shade from Vanya over here. It's not I- real cool right now. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing is when they open on Mulder and Scully, she says, the last time I saw you, this in gross. You were reading the adult film news. I know when I heard that, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so Mulder brings porn to work. No, no, it, not, the, not the porn. The news <laughs> about the porn. He is very interested in the productions and backstage <laughs> politics of the adult film industry. He's yeah, one of those like, guys that reads Playboy for the articles. What's even weirder is he was naked for that. So, yeah, it's like, <laughs> apparently Mulder reads uh, the uh, AVN, basically like um, I would read Variety. Still better source for news than Fox. Wah, wah. Oh. I, I think we're going to have to get a jar. Of, yes, money in the jar. Yeah, money in the jar. <laughs> we're going to just uh, convert the New Jersey jar to conservative joke jar. Right now they're discussing the, they're discussing the kidnapping and uh, that it seems to be the work of a repeat offender. And that there's reason to believe that the couple will be killed in a matter of days. So immediately we have the stakes pretty much laid out there. He also tells Scully that Luther Lee Boggs, played by Brad Dorff, a serial killer he had helped to, to apprehend years before, has claimed to have had psychic revelations about the kidnapping and has offered to help police in exchange for his death sentence being commuted. Now, does anybody see, like, the uh, red dragon element here? The whole, uh... 
Oh, this gets very, yeah, this episode gets very Silence of the Lambs very quick. Did anyone see the nightcap hat sitting on the coat rack when he goes to leave the room? No. I, I noticed that. No. I no. didn't point it out, but I noticed I totally noticed it. You can't prove me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I can. Oh, by the way, knuckle tattoos by uh, Bic Pens. Oh, my God. I know. I wrote that down. I was like, oh. holy shit, his tattoos look like they were like drawn with a pen. I mean, it's reasonable that maybe he did that. But well, to I be fair, point, he is uh, in there's prison. There's something I point out here is that Mulder, who is usually all up about to, to, um, uh, to believe some psychic stuff, is absolutely not buying Boggs's psychicness right now. <laughs> but don't get comfortable with this. Don't get comfortable with Mulder being the skeptic here. Don't. <laughs> Don't. I see you getting comfortable. Um, uh, Mulder was going to go alone, but Scully insists on going with him, you know, after the they bury her father. <laughs> I just hope Mrs. Scully gets used to this. All the funerals. Vanya is saying uh, this is where he grab Mulder grabs. Uh, He's like caressing her face. Yeah, but he, here's what you don't see is his hand is like, he's sticking his finger in her ear in that scene, and you can't tell because it's all the way in her hair. <laughs> and like the look on her face totally matches up if you go back and watch it. Oh, yeah. Oh, Mulder, you're a weird pervert. Well, um, there is a, uh, <laughs> a scene from uh, William Scully's funeral. The song Beyond the Sea by uh, Bobby Darren is playing. We're going to see Bobby Darren at the Copa tomorrow. Bobby Darren at the Copa. And uh, Scully has a brief exchange with her mother about uh, whether or not her father approved of her career choices. I wanted her to say no. I really just wanted her to say that. Yeah, she didn't want to be a bitch, so she just said what she did say was, he's your father. So the answer is no, he didn't. Like, that's how I would have right, but she was, she was being a mother Of course he it. didn't, Scully. <laughs> no, fuck you. That's what he was saying. Become a doctor and put down the goddamn tree. <laughs> As someone who has dealt with parental disappointment before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, are we talking about you? It's like an everyday thing for my parents. Like, I just can't yeah. even imagine, like, what they feel about me. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, fair, I have nightmares where my mother basically yells at me from beyond the grave about my uh, career choices. So I have problems. And they're like, no, we still love you. No, No, I guess I'm alone on this one. My parents love me. They they, they love this show. (laughs) Think you all are great. They're like, you know, the the jobs you do are hard, but you work. You're a hard worker. We're real proud of you. And you know, you try so like my parents are like that. Oh, I wasn't joking. That's true. That's sad. I feel bad for you guys. <laughs> I have no. It's like I can't. I can't even relate to that. My parents are proud. So ones. join us next week when we all go to uh, therapy. This is therapy for me. I can't afford it, so I just. Get, get on online panels and talk about them. Uh, arriving at the prison, they visit Boggs, where he makes an impassioned revelation about the kidnapped couple based on a piece of evidence that is really a shred of Mulder's t-shirt. Also, the nets suck. Oh, that was so funny. He gra- he hands him that, and I was like, oh my god, I'm looking at that cloth, and like he totally cut that out of the of the uh, grundle part of his underwear. Uh. <laughs> and then, he, <laughs> and he immediately, I was like, he's gonna smell it, and he goes right into smelling it. Oh, that yeah, uh. that was totally his underwear. Uh. Uh, Mulder is then pretty satisfied that he's lying, and that they're about to roll out and 
Scully looks back at Boggs and sees... He's smiling and he, sa- he says, wipe that brown off your nose, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Scully looks back at Boggs and then sees another vision of her father uh, speaking to her and singing uh, Beyond the Sea, which had been playing at the funeral. That was so dope. That was freaky. She doesn't, she doesn't tell Mulder about this, and the pair discuss the possibility that Boggs had orchestrated the kidnapping with the partner and to avoid execution. Look, this all works into the idea that she got into Mulder's bag and she doesn't want to let him know about it because she doesn't tell him she's been hallucinating this whole time because then he'd give it away. He'd be like, oh, what the fuck? I told you not to take the purple ones. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, we're getting to the point in the season where this may become relevant eventually. (laughs) That was some foreshadowing, dear. (laughs) (laughs) I was once a child. Yeah. I was born to a mother and a father and a place somewhere. (laughs) Uh, As another test, they have a fake newspaper made, which declares the couple to have been found. Oh my God, I totally called that fake news. I saw that. I was like, fake news. (laughs) That goes in the jar, I think. No? Basically trying to trap Boggs into um, uh, (laughs) contacting his accomplice. He does not fall for the trick, but gives the agents vague clues about the case. Scully, acting on these, finds a warehouse where the couple had been held, and later Mulder and several other agents go to a bathhouse, or sorry, boathouse. Boathouse. I like bathhouse better. I think it would have been more interesting if it were a bathhouse. Where the kidnapper is holding the couple, the girl is rescued, the kidnapper shoots Mulder and escapes with the boyfriend. Wait, no, didn't we, uh, didn't we miss where Scully commits a felony? And Mulder gets mad at her. What's that? Yep. Oh, yeah. we did. He yeah. was very disappointed. He he yeah, like he freaking chews her out for doing the same shit he does all the time. Yeah, daddy voice. He uses the daddy voice, which talking about Mulder using the daddy voice is just really uncomfortable. Daddy. Uh-uh. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Convinced of Boggs' involvement in the kidnapping, the prison warden rules out any kind of clemency. Scully then visits Boggs again, who claims there is a deal, and and to whom he gives information about the kidnapper's new location, warning her to avoid the Blue Devil. <laughs> uh, which really could have been anywhere in Raleigh. He's very insistent on this deal, too. Well, we find out he just does not like the idea of going to, to his hell. And <laughs> maybe one of the better shot scenes of the season. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I I like that one. I don't know why. But it, it does have the uh, scene that uh, Valentine was mocking earlier. Also, you have no idea how pissed off Scully was that, you know, Mulder got shot while raiding that boathouse. Yeah. I think that was just another reason for Mulder to take his pants off, because then they cart him in and he's got his pants cut for some reason. <laughs> Where did he get shot? Like... Yeah, I don't, I don't know where he got shot, but he's like, hey, my pants got to come off somehow. I got to get shot in this scene. <laughs> Make sure you light my groin in the right way. Mr. DeCompany, yeah. please stop. <laughs> Maybe a gaffer down there and white balance. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so much of David DeCompany has been seen. Oh, God. Scully then leads several agents to the location Boggs gave her, a brewery where they are able to rescue the kidnapped boyfriend. Scully uh, chases the kidnapper and he flees, but she stops in her tracks when she runs across a gantry beneath the brewery's logo, which is a leering blue devil. (laughs) Again, in Raleigh, literally anywhere. Uh, The gantry gives way, the kidnapper falls to his death, 
and Scully uh, speaks to Boggs again. This scene right here needed to have like funny music to it. Like the Benny Hill soundtrack, <laughs> and then when he fell through the floor, like a Looney Tunes thing where he holds up a sign, he goes, oh shit, and then he like, his body stretches out as he falls. <laughs> like that scene was like comical. Oh, and then they also, he got home alone. Did you see it where someone got a freaking paint can to the face? Yeah. They home aloneed him. <laughs> oh, inappropriate wackiness. Interestingly enough, Dor- uh, uh, Scully concludes that if uh, Boggs had been involved in the kidnapping, then his accomplice, the kidnapper, would have known about the danger under the Blue Devil. I feel like Scully can never give Mulder any shit ever for thinking that the things that he's actually got some evidence for are preposterous to even be, you know, well, investigating. Like, there, there's like what she just went on here was like pretty, like she was hallucinating essentially, and she didn't admit it. She falsified reports, and now, like, like from she now on, a like, if she gives Mulder shit. The whole thing about this is it sort of gives Scully a real reason to want to believe that, 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 there's, that this guy can talk to the dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, she totally buys in hook, line, and sinker until the end where she then tries to, like, double, double out her of back it. paddle. Okay, the show isn't about her, Ooh. though. <laughs> Come back. It's about Mulder. Now, yeah, yeah. Boggs does tell Scully that he'll give one last message from her dad if she attends his execution, which uh, she does not. Rather visiting Scully in the uh, rather visiting Mulder in the hospital. Ah, uh, so uncomfortable. He, he's always getting hurt like that. It's always him getting screwed up real bad. He's probably so he's probably so high on morphine right now, and she's just so, like. They show the good side of Mulder right there, but he's high as fuck. He has no idea what's going on. He got shot for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, he's on something. Uh, when Mulder asked her why she did not get the chance to hear that her father again through Boggs, uh, she tells him that she did not need to hear anything because she already knew what her father would have said. You're a disgrace. Go back to being a doctor. End scene. Take down the tree. Eh. <laughs> uh... You know, all that progress they make to get Scully to start to believe, um, fuck it, fuck it, because we're going to go back to where we were next episode. I think, yeah, this is like, this TV show is still very much in the 90s. It's not, we're, we're used to shows that have a progression now. Where even our sitcoms have some kind of a progression where, but back in the 90s, it was very, everything must return to the status quo by the end of the show, right? Yeah. Yeah, so all that character development, fuck it. Fuck it. But for the show itself, though, this one was actually pretty good. He's just one of my favorites. I, uh, I'll i say that uh, Brad Dorif turned in a fantastic ep- uh, t- uh, fantastic performance as Boggs. He was creepy. Yeah, he was definitely. very convincing. To, uh, him describing his first trip to the electric chair was... Oh, that was good. That was fucking good. Mm-hmm. That was like, ooh. I will say that is one of the best shot scenes. Um, and him narrating it, too. I mean, he was... I, that is just... I, I fucking love it. Um, it is. It's one of the best shot scenes. It's iconic. Ever. Yeah. Yeah, I, I couldn't... When I was watching this, though, the only thing that really made it even seem like it was a 90s-era TV show was... The phone. Yeah, there, there's a huge, like, face-hugger phone, like... <laughs> <laughs> that that it was uh what was it scully was using yeah. yeah yeah well Mulder is using it too it's huge oh now she's got herpes oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Uh, no, it was definitely, it was a really good, good episode, like, so far. Like, what'd you say? They were, they're getting better, you thought? I, I think that, I think if I had a criticism, it's not necessarily to this episode, but having Scully interact with her father in a few earlier episodes this season might have, yeah, uh, might yeah. have given a, her, uh, given uh, Captain Scully's death a bit more impact. But once again, I'm, yeah, that's, what, <laughs> well, yes. And the Might focus of them as people more. weren't as important <laughs> until, you know, we spend more time with them. Yeah, all we know about him is he doesn't like trees. Yeah. He yeah. wishes Scully was an FBI agent. And he, and he doesn't, he's not a, he doesn't approve he doesn't of his approve daughter's of her fucking job. career. <laughs> oh, it's fucking great. And more of that could possibly have been, you know, revealed if, you know, we had like a scene here or there in earlier episodes. And we have literally... And while a we've reference seen, to it in the pilot, and that's it. We've seen a few. Uh, we've seen Scully interact with her family a few times, but not really with her father. And you know, uh, the notion that um, uh, these two characters have relationship relationships outside of their own work is sort of something that they're they've only really toyed with a little bit. And. They'll get yeah, more it's, into it. It's, well, it's hard to imagine. Like, any, like, character you look at TV, it's hard to imagine what they're not doing when... It's almost a thing, like, uh, what do they like, what do they look like when they're taking a shit? Do you, you want to imagine what Mulder is doing in his off hours? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can imagine. I don't, know. I don't think it's that I've got bad. some ideas. Maybe I do. <laughs> it's, probably t- it's probably something boring, like doing a crossword, honestly. But it's Reading like a, a book, dirty crossword at the mall. Watching big like, footage. It's like, I can't do porn anymore, but I could do porn crosswords, so. Yeah. Watching reruns of press your luck on the game show network big money big money no whammy Maybe. yeah yeah <laughs> so no whammy no whammy well, we know he doesn't sleep in his bed we know that um uh so i'm gonna go ahead and give this one three possessed dolls okay uh, shannon what's your rating one and a half betazoid okay <laughs> marissa uh eight eight bad knuckle tattoos out of ten <laughs> uh, Valentine. Yeah, I'll definitely give this uh, probably four disappointed fathers. And Vanya. <laughs> I was going to say four um, blood spattered uh, white crosses. Hey. <laughs> Good choice. So. All right. Uh, so that wraps up this episode. Uh, tune in next week when. When things get really weird and hypersexual. Like, I mean, really weird. Like, the freakish yes. fetish part of Pornhub weird. <laughs> it's like, if you fall down, you can fall down a YouTube, we talked about YouTube holes, but can you oh, fall down a porn, t- porn tube hole? Yes. A Maybe. A Pornhub hole? <laughs> yes. Yes. We're saying yes. Not that we've done that. No. I don't. I don't watch <laughs> pornography. I don't know that for a fact for any reason. <laughs> um, but yeah. Genderbender gets hypersexual and weird. Well, y'all a bunch of freaks, but I'm Todd, the man on fire for Shannon, Valentine, Vanya, and Marissa. Thank you all for listening. Please, if you'd like to subscribe to us, rate us, send, send us a review, and send give us feedback. This has been the FBI Basement. Thank you for listening. The truth is out there. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more from our other shows on the Medicinal Mass Network. Y'all need Jesus. Daddy?